Good evening, everyone, on this lovely Thursday night here at Be Connected World. This is the time of the evening where we get some education from the amazing Mr. Henkel. Misty Henkel lives in Queensland, Australia, and is a sales trainer whose low-cost sales programs help hundreds of people every year increase their sales and make more money. Misty speaks to business groups each week on the topics of closing sales and overcoming sales anxiety and is available to speak at corporate events from $2,000. She is well known all over the world for simplifying the sales process and her two sales books, which can be purchased directly from her. Both follow simple strategies to close sales on any product or service. And just like Ryan Reynolds, Misty can be found on Google. Go ahead, Misty, for tonight's education piece. (laughs) Excellent. So tonight we're going to talk about how to be like Michael Jordan, and we're looking at the area of focus. Now, just so that you know, um, I've got this spinning wheel of death here, and as soon as Jay press record, uh, I've got this big pop-up, so I can't see Dr. Chris, Jeff, Faye, and Linda Joy. So if you happen to put your hand up, I can't see it. Just letting you know. Faye is there. Faith is not. So um, just so that you know, I'm not ignoring you if I don't call on you. I literally can't see. But let's go forward. So we're going to talk about um, how to be like Michael Jordan in the area of focus. So I'm going to give you a couple of things to think about, right? And what makes Michael Jordan so good, right? And how we can use this back in the business. Here's a little story. Michael Jordan has been known to say or has been said before that um, he said, if I can't swim, he said, when it comes to focus, he said, I only think of the things that I need to do. I don't worry too much about the things that I don't need to do or that I can't do, that I don't know how to do. He said, if I don't know how to swim and someone throws me into the deep end of a swimming pool, I'm not thinking about what if I drown? Oh, my God, I can't swim. How am I, what am I could drown? I'm thinking about I need to swim good enough just to get to the edge. I don't have to be a great swimmer. I just need to swim enough to get to the edge. So he said, so I don't think about things that I don't have because I can't get it. (laughs) So that's why he moves forward on things, right? So just having a quick think about what you're about to say, Alison, in regards to if you want something different, well, you you don't. You have here. (laughs) Don't worry about what you could have somewhere else because you're not. You're here. So we're only going to move forward on the space that's right now and we're not going to concentrate anything on what's not here in the moment. Michael Jordan worked so well as a basketball player because he only worked in the moment. He collected some data from history, so some of his background information. He didn't really look too far into the future. Yes, maybe on a tour bus on the way to the stadium, he was envisioning himself um, doing certain shots, dunk shots and free throws and things like that. He was envisioning that and what it would sound like to be in front of the crowd and them all roaring and cheering when they won the finals. But other than that, he wasn't thinking about too much of the future. And so... And he basically lived his life like that, which made it very good for him to, if you notice in his games, if he lost a shot, let's say that yesterday's game, he was the one trusted with the ball to do the winning shot. And he goes for it and he shoots and it misses. It spins around a bit. It jumps out. He misses and they lose the game. He didn't think too much about the past. His idea was, well, I've got another game tomorrow. So let's just work on that one instead. Now have a think about in business, 
how much you think about what you have accomplished or what you haven't accomplished, and then you think about that moving into the next space that you need to move into. Often we can do that with sales where we think, well, that didn't work, that didn't work, that didn't work. Well, then clearly nobody wants it. And it's not that nobody wants it. It's just that those things didn't work. Edison, I think, did the same thing with the light bulb, didn't he? Uh, 10,000 times in order to achieve the light bulb. And they said, you know, how did you, how did you do that 10,000 times? He said, I just found 9,999 ways how not to do it. And then finally got to the way to do it, to make that better, right, to achieve that. So just always think of obstacles to be overcome and to move forward. Has anyone seen the movie um, Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Williams? Yeah. So in that, she got married three times in the movie, right? So she'd been married a few times and then she ended up picking a stranger out of the crowd because the guy she was supposed to marry in front of 20 million people in the middle of a concert had been seen online on an Instagram post kissing her assistant and dragging her into a room. So she decided not to marry him in front of everyone, just picked a guy out of the crowd. Later, when they're chatting, right, they've gone out on a date and um, he said, why are you getting married again? Why do you keep doing this? She said, I believe in marriage. She said, it's like a maths puzzle. You don't just quit because you got the answer wrong. You keep working on it until you get the answer right. And that worked really well for him because he was a math teacher and um, and he had his kids go to math lunch. So um, it gave him a way to look into the future. Notice it's just, a, it's just an obstacle to look into the future. So a couple more things about Michael Jordan. Um, so he focused on, uh, he, well, he focused in the moment. He accepted that the majority of the things that he did was completely and utterly out of his control. He could get the ball and he could shoot towards the basket after that. There was nothing else he could do about it. And a lot of that is like that in sales too. You can get the customer standing in front of you. They can ask you some questions. You can answer them. But after that, it's completely out of your control. You've got to wait for an answer on the other side. There's nothing you can do once you've answered a question except stand there and wait. Out of your control, you just have to wait to see what shows up on the other side, wait for the customer to say something. Then you'll have a way forward, but only after you've given them a chance to think about whatever you've said and to come up with a comment moving forward. Uh, let's go with failures so he doesn't worry about the missed shots. He always sees it as, as another shot to take. He worked on really small goals. His average for every game or the minimum that he got for every game was pretty much 32 points minimum every time, or the average that he got was 32 points. He only worked on scoring eight points per quarter, does it? He said, that's all I want to do, eight points per quarter. As a result, that works out 32 over the course of the game, which ended up giving him more points than most people. But he only worked on basically getting the ball in the basket four times for every quarter. That was it. So he worked on very, very small goals and just consistently kept working on getting those. Even his very first uh, to get into the basketball, his vars the varsity team he wanted to get into when he was in high school or um, high school, college, whatever varsity is, he didn't make it the first time. So he said, no problems, I'll just have to work harder and, make and to get in next year. So he didn't worry about what he didn't get. He only had to work on getting into it the next year, doing whatever was necessary to get into it. And when he got into the Chicago Bulls, he was 
he was a young player. He was, you know, teenager, maybe 19 or 20. And so he was a young player. So as a result, men, boys at 20 are still growing. So he wasn't at his full weight or size yet. And so he'd get on the court and that first year he got pushed around a lot. He ended up going to some other players who had been around a lot longer. And they said, and he said, how, how is it that you don't get pushed around like I get pushed around? And, um, and the answer was we do weight training so they can't push us around. So then he spent a whole off season going to the gym, making himself heavier and stronger against people who were going to push him while he was on court so that then the next year he couldn't be pushed around. And that was only one tiny little goal that he was achieved. I just don't want to be pushed around and then he was going to work on the next thing. So if you think of sales, so let's go around and um, I'll throw it out to the room of what are some of the tiny little things that you can work on that doesn't have to be big in order to achieve sales goals. Asking for the sale. Yes. Decide to ask for the sale like every day. Put yourself in a position where you have to ask for the sale every day. If you ask for a sale every day, by default, you might end up with a sale every day. And you end up a bit like Michael Jordan, right? And if you get one sale every day, this is what I say, only work on one sale a day. At the end of the end, when you get it, take the rest of the day off. So long as you work on the sale tomorrow, And then the next day, if you work on one sale every day, by the end of the year, you've made 365 sales. On the first day that you get the sale, it's easy to become excited and think, I've done that so early, I'll do it again. And if you get three or four sales in the first day, while it's great, you tend not to do anything for the next few days. And then all of a sudden, two and a half weeks have passed and you go, where did the time go? Why have I not done anything? But if you consistently work on it every single day, by the end of the year, you're looking at 365 sales. Stuart, you got your hand up? I'm going to say work on not making an assumption that just because they haven't gotten back to you, they're no longer a uh, a sale opportunity. Yes. So if you don't work on the assumption that they don't want you or they're not a sales opportunity, then what's your job to do just because they haven't got back to you? Not, not say follow up when you do follow up with them. <laughs> but... <laughs> Work out a different way to get back to them. And I've got some funny stories to share with you later, Misty. I won't go into it now, but there's some amazing techniques to get people to respond to you if they are doing the ghost. Yep. um, Follow up. Yep. Follow up is it, right? But you might need a couple of different ways to do it. So a couple of creative ways, but follow up, follow up, follow up. Don't give up on the follow up. I was speaking to someone. Sorry, I know you can't see me. but No, I can't. Uh, just following on from Stuart's point, though, one of the things we have to understand when we're making sales is we are rarely top of mind for anyone we're trying to sell to or engage with. So shit happens in people's lives, you know. Um, Very early on in my career, I used to get really upset when people didn't make meetings or return calls and all that. And one of the key things I had was I got in touch with a guy and I started off really annoyed and he said, mate, my wife had a heart attack and and I've just been in hospital for the last four days with her and I felt like shit for doing that so ever since then I've decided that if people don't get back to you they may or may not want to do business with you but the chances are something else has happened in something that. else got in the way right and all you need to do is go 
hey, haven't heard from you. I hope everything's okay. If it is and you'd still like to talk, here's where we can. If you don't want to talk anymore, hey, just let me know. No problems. So I think the Stuart's points. Yeah. And- don't make assumptions. I love it. I love it. I've, I've got, I'll say one more thing to specifically oh, on this topic. Like it's Kino, sunshine. Get back. It's, like on, it's, on this, <laughs> it's on this topic. It's on this topic. Um, the same thing happened to me today. I literally spoke to this lady. She was that keen to talk to me from the doctor's surgery with her mum already in hospital. So that's it. You never know what's going on. You never know what's going on. Uh, Jason, you had your hand up? Yeah, my hand was up, Stuart, wasn't he coming like, you know, what are you doing in this room, Alison? Get it sorted, all right? Actually, no, it it follows on with with what they've both said. Uh, Little story here. On August the 22nd last year, I had a one-on-one with a lady that I thought I'd, I'd seen her on socials. I knew she was a heavy networker, wanted to come along. Wasn't right for her at the time, but we've still been sending emails trying to keep her in the loop. And she joined us this morning. I nearly spat my coffee out when Linda appeared on my screen and went, I've joined. Yeah, so never never give up. Just keep that contact yep. going and eventually they'll come around. Yep, absolutely. Gunther, you were going to say something? Yes, thanks. Don't, don't allow the nose to stop you making the next call. Say that again. Don't allow the nose to stop you making the next call. Don't allow the nose to stop you making the next call. It goes like this. More people won't buy than will buy, which by default, more people are going to say no than yes. So the secret becomes keep going through all the no's and to get the yeses in there. But it's always going to be that way. If you have a look at Apple, right, let's take Apple with the iPhone. It would seem like on the day that the iPhone was coming out, all the people that were lined up outside the Apple stores around the world were buying an Apple, an iPhone. Nobody was planning on leaving without it. So it would seem like everybody on that day was going to be buying an iPhone. So more people were buying than weren't buying. But the rule still holds true because the majority of people in the world stayed home and watched it on the news. While the the hundreds of thousands may have bought the phone. It was only a small amount compared to the mil- billions that live on the planet that didn't buy. So more aren't buying than are buying, so you have to get through the nose to end up with the yeses. All right, I'll leave you with this one. Michael Jordan also, with his focus, he always was focused on looking for the positive in everything. One day, I think it was at the end of the 80s, beginning of the 90s, a man was driving home. Uh, from wherever it was. He was tired. He filled up the car. He drove down the road a bit. He pulled over and he decided to have a sleep in the car before he did the last part of his journey. At that time, two young guys decided to go over. They wanted to steal his car, so they went in. They killed the guy, stole his car, and off they drove. And it was Michael Jordan's dad that they killed and stole his car. Michael Jordan at the funeral spent 20 minutes talking about the positives of being able to have his dad for 32 years as opposed to other people who didn't maybe not got their dad for that long. And they said that when everybody left the funeral, they felt really good about the small amount of time that they had met his dad or that he'd been around. And that incident never affected his playing game ever. He never took a day off from training and he never took a day off from uh, playing in a game regardless of how sick and injured he was. He loved the game that much. So his focus was he was in love with basketball and loved it that much. He was always walking around with the ball. He was always 
bringing up the industry, the basketball industry, always looking for the good side of everything. And as a result, he got to focus on what he loved the most in order to be the best that he possibly could be. And so that's something for us to think about in regards to us with our businesses. If you are in love with what it is that you do, if you're not, you probably shouldn't be doing it. Otherwise, find out, make yourself in love with what it is that you're doing. Problems shouldn't get in the way of you doing what you're doing. Always look for the positive and look for a way forward and don't worry about the things that haven't happened in the past because they're behind you and there's still another chance tomorrow to keep going forward. So that's today's tip.